And three. I don't think you have to count down. We're Two. Good to go. Do it. All right. Yay! <laughs> this. Bum, the... bum, bum. I want. I want Logan to sing my intro music this time. Go ahead, Logan. In three, two, two one. Hey, Patrick and Aaron, it's the podcast, and I'm here, and it's great, and I love you. <laughs> That's right, folks. It's another episode of Yes, Mom. We're still active. A podcast where two, sometimes three brothers sit down and find humor along the covenant path. And today we're joined not by Tom, who is still mysteriously on vacation. He's traveling the world today. He's traveling the world, you see. He found a map on the back of the Declaration of Independence. And now he's in Europe. And now he's in Saratoga Springs. It has led him all the way to the other side of the water. And then he's he's infiltrated the Saratoga Springs Temple at the highest level to find the next clue to the treasure. But we're we tra- are joined today with Logan Barrows. There we go. A lifelong friend. The Barrows are practically... My kids call him Uncle Logan sometimes when they were smaller, and now they understand he's not related to us, so they don't even I say that. I keep trying to get into the, the Barrows family. Like, I see stuff on Facebook, like, hey, why, am I, no. why was I not invited in? No, because then as a kid, I would have been like, mm, maybe, but as an adult, I'd be like, nah. Yeah, they'll make you sing, and then we'd get voted out, Patrick. <laughs> All right. So, All right, so today, what are we talking about? Callings. Today, we're going to talk about Collins. Logan, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Logan, I'm good. We ask every guest who's never been on the show, are you active? I am. All right. How do you do, Join do you us next active? week. Oh, go ahead. How do you define active? Well, I go to the gym three times a week. There it is. Um, I ride my bike a few times a week. You worship the ultimate deadlifter, Jesus. And I go to church on Sunday. Nice. nice. When's the last time you went to the temple? You don't have to answer that. <laughs> three years ago. Nice. It was on a Before Monday. Before he had kids. Do you think it's fair to use your kids when they're young as an excuse not to go to the temple? Or just a church in general? Because there's a, yeah, or just a church in general. Because I know people are like, it's just too crazy. I don't think you have to use them as an excuse because it really is crazy. I don't blame yeah. anybody who's like, I can't do it today, and I wish they would. But there's days where you're just like, I can't do it today. Anytime so, they ever tell me, hey, you should go to the temple more often, I just say, I don't have a temple recommend because uh, <laughs> I, I'm not honest with my dealing with my fellow men. <laughs> That, that just silences the conversation. Just leaving it there. Hey, you should go to the temple more. I'm not worthy of a recommend. <laughs> okay. That's, that's a good excuse. I did something like that a long time ago at Costco. Um, me, and, I, me and Liz were married. No, it's a good story. Costco. You'll see how I'll tie it in. Okay, tie it in. Liz and I were just newlyweds, and the woman in front of us in line had a cart with a baby in it. And the guy who was checking us out goes, hey, how's your day going? It's like, not bad. And he goes, hey, so is this your uh, kid? And he was pointing to the woman in front of me who was loading something in her cart, and the kid was behind her. So it could look like that was my kid. And he goes, hey, is that your kiddo? And I'm like, no, no, it's not my kid. And he goes, oh, you don't have kids? And I'm like, no, no, I don't. He goes, that's why? (laughs) And I was, like, so offended that someone would take – I mean, I don't know this guy. And as, like, a 23-year-old, I just looked at him without without blinking. Did you really not have kids? No. Okay, keep going. Uh, me and Liz were newlyweds. We've only been married like a year and a half. What took you so long? <laughs> keep going. So so I looked at him and I just go, I'm impotent. Oh, you did. I not. did. Liz will stand up for that. That's exactly. And then I didn't let him. I didn't say I was just kidding. I walked away. And that guy's look on his face was like, 
something like, oh, what have I done? And that's why Patrick doesn't go to the temple anymore. <laughs> because I what? I, I lie to people? Because you're not honest in your dealings with your fellow man. Well, he's not my fellow man. Okay. <laughs> that, that's a broad definition. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so yeah. We're back talking to, about callings. Back to callings. What callings are you currently holding? Okay. So, right now, I am an advisor in our young men's quorum. Love it. I'm glad they let me hang with the young men. I'm glad. What's they the, but like, come on, you've held some bigger callings. No, Aaron but that's what I'm doing right now. Regional authority, assistant no, to no, the regional I was the authority. Hut. I'm just saying that's the only calling I really aspire to is to get into the young men's program. Every time I go into a new ward, and usually I can uh, finagle my way there, which is where I'm at now. And finagle, like, ooh, that's a good call. In Utah, they do that. They campaign for callings. Yeah. I didn't have to campaign for it. Here's the weird part: if you really want to aspire to a calling. Just do what you're asked. <laughs> yeah, Usually that's yeah. enough. The bishop like, will be like, he'd make a good bishop. He does everything. That's the thing. Like whenever there's going to be a bishop, bishop swap in our in, in Utah, we've, we've experienced it once. Everybody becomes slackers? Every, no, everyone months. starts like coming to church and wanting to what? meet. This. Yeah, like there's like you see people going out of their way to be seen serving. They must have never been a bishop before because that's something you wouldn't want to aspire yeah. to. No, I never got asked to be a bishop and I'm glad I don't. So what's your calling right now? Um, I'm activity days. Nice. Ooh, that's a good one. Nice. That's yeah. a good one because your kids are probably half the class. Actually, my kids aren't old enough for it. So, so you just let's cut that out in three. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So you're doing activity days. So it's activity day boys, right? Yes. So it's kind of like the Weeblos program. It's the uh, seven to ten year old boys, and it's it's not bad. It's just every yeah. two weeks we have to come up with some activity and yeah it's usually What's just the some kind of you come up with like hey, we just did nine square we do kickball we do wash logan's jeep or yeah, wash yeah. logan's forerunner yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah like plant my garden <laughs> put these kids to work no that's cool i want to go to activity days logan made me pull weeds that's a fun one to do though oh it's good i mean it's you're, they're making salsa they're doing rice crispy towers it's just it's something silly with seven to ten year olds, and it's great. Nice. Yeah. I am currently. I have been the ward primary music leader for going on two complete bishop cycles. Hint, hint. No, uh-uh. I told the bishop they're probably going to get re- start releasing people, so they're probably going to be like, okay, that's been three years. And I told the bishop, I'm like, you know, if you need me in the primary, I don't have a problem staying. You know, I'll go where you want me to go. Let me know. Did you start singing? I'll go where you want me no, to go. No, because I'm not a Barrows. Okay. Yeah, Logan would start singing that. Open I just make mouth. sure that I do a really, really, really mediocre job. Yeah, good enough to squeak by. Just good enough that they're like, we'll just keep him there. We're not going to give him anything really that crazy. But, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Activity day seems good. Every two weeks, I switch with a brother who... He's like... Wait, there's another person that does your calling? And it's a dude. So it's like a competition now. He listens to our podcast. What's up, Richard? <laughs> yeah, it's not a competition, although the kids often compare us, which isn't fair, because we each have better. our own unique style. What? Are you usually better? I don't know. I, 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 when it's his month, I go and sit in Gospel Doctrine. It's like my month to hang out. He's like, I'm not really... Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm better than Richard. Just say yeah. it. I'm not going to say that. How I many... He, he's... Say it. How much time do you put into your calling each week slash month? When I'm teaching? No, like leading up to it and getting ready for it. Um, How much personal time? A couple hours. A couple hours a month. So I would break that up. Maybe like 20, 30 minutes a week. So you've been doing it long enough. You've kind of got dialed. Yeah, yeah, I know what I'm supposed to do. I I think of a fun game. I maybe do some research, make sure the song kids are having fun, and then move on. What about you, Logan? I wasn't paying that's attention. Logan Barrows Day, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that's... And uh, join us next week. Here's a question. Have you ever 
asked to be released, Ooh, from or calling. have you ever turned down a calling? Maybe we ought to back up, though, because that is a great question, but I say we talk about getting the calling first. Okay. Then we got to figure out how to get out of them sometimes. I also think we need to talk about what's the weirdest calling you've had. Yes. Physical, so when I got called to be the physical facilities coordinator, I thought that meant I was going to be like running the basketball league. Like gym? Yeah, like I was going to be running the gym. <laughs> I'd be the janitor with the giant keychain. And be like, you guys hurry up now. i got to lock up and wash this floor. And no, it means you clean the toilets on Saturday. Wait, that's what it means? Facility? Physical facilities coordinator is the guy who makes sure the chapels gets cleaned. See, I was in the singles ward for many, many years, and you get the weirdest callings there because they're just starting to make things up. <laughs> what are the weirdest callings? Let's hear them. So, like, my weirdest calling was the elders quorum representative for the Sabbath Day Worship Committee. That what? That's a long one. Now, that sounds like a middle management title if I've ever heard one. What's the acronym for that? I mean, look, there's actually the was a Sabbath Day Worship Committee, and I don't even remember what they did. But this is what <laughs> I do like remember the best is that they, they called me in to give me the calling, and they're sure. like, we'd like to call you to be the elders quorum representative for the Sabbath Day Worship Committee. <laughs> and I'm like... <laughs> Uh, okay, what what is that? And, well, first he's like, and it's a really important calling. I'm like, okay, well, so what do I do? He's like, hold on, I'll be right back. <laughs> he, he left in the he middle of giving you the calling. He left and then he came back in. He's like, oh, yeah, it's a really important calling. So what you're going to do is... And, nice, nice. So let me tell you what I did. You're like, did you nothing on your hand? Did you just read that? He's like reading it off his hand. Yeah. It's a really important calling. And what does that say? Oh, shoot, it's sweating it off. I'll be right back. I need um, to be right back. Yeah, I I don't think I did a single thing for that calling, and I was like, what do I do? Like, you're sp- I might like I asked the Sabbath day wit uh, Sabbath day worship committee. worship committee. I'm like, oh, what <laughs> is it? I was the chairman. I had to tell the bishop yeah. he did not want to do it. It's like, so okay, when am I supposed to tell the elders quorum? They're like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so you really had no idea. Were you ever no called idea. into an elders quorum meeting and they followed up with you? Like, there was a few times where they're like, okay, we're in Elders Quorum, any announcements from the Sabbath Day Worship <laughs> Committee? And I'm like, nope. <laughs> so good. Because they used the to do that Sabbath Elders- Day Worship Committee. They used to do that in Elders Quorum when they'd start, they'd go around and like ask each head of whatever thing was going on, like if they had an announcement to add it's, to the Elders Quorum. It like, sounds a little bit like something like a, you enforce Sabbath Day Worship. It's like, well, we've noticed that Sister Allen has not been keeping the <laughs> Pat's, Sabbath. Pat's day. trying to find like things for you to do with your old yeah. colleague. Yeah. So that was that's a weird one. Like, well, since you can't go swimming today, we're going to find you some <laughs> other activities that you can do. Yeah, here's a list. Here's the guy. You call him. He'll tell you what else you could do and give you some ideas. Hello? Who keeps calling me? I need an idea of what I can do on the Sabbath day. <laughs> Quit calling me! <laughs> that is crazy, man. Yeah, so a, go to the store a, and get some. Oh shoot, you can't go to the store today. Yeah, that's a crazy calling. Um, I've never heard of anything. So like here's that. the thing about the the singles wards is they they want to give everybody a calling, especially every time a new uh, well, that's semester. They keep you coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They keep you coming, and and when you're in school, there, there's different semesters and new people all the time. But they're they're always trying to come up with it. So they have the weirdest callings and. My favorite calling was actually when I was a Sunday school president because it sounds really great. It's like, ooh, this is a big, yeah. big did title. Ask, did you ask people to call you President Barrows? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I'm not the one who asked them to. The Lord did. Yeah, I mean, we'd be on a date, and they're like, "So, what's your? What do you like to do, Logan?" I'm like, "President." President Barrows. President Barrows. That's why Logan didn't get married till 39. But but the great thing about the Sunday school president was. 
I didn't have to do anything because yeah. I had two counselors <laughs> yeah. and we had teachers in all three classes. What about what about uh, ward council? Yeah, um, I just I just sent one of my counselors to it. <laughs> delegate, you're like, right? delegate. You're like brother. It's called ward council. A counselor has to go. And and the the whole thing is that we would maybe have to fill in on teaching a lesson if if somebody was one of the teachers couldn't make it. So we just sent a, a piece of paper list and all the classes saying anybody who wants to volunteer to teach a lesson sign up here and. In one class, we put our names at the top and a few other names, and the other classroom we didn't. And the one we put our names on was filled up because nobody wanted to be first, and we just crossed our names up the list. And we had like ten people that wanted to teach lessons, and so all we did was make sure that there was a lesson, and we told the teachers, "You call the people and have them give the lesson." So I literally just did nothing. Wow, that's great! It's great and, calling. And, where does because calling? of that he will be attending the highest degree of the of glory <laughs> in the celestial kingdom? Good job, Logan. It's called being a good manager. Yeah, we we got to tell the story one of these days about me uh, sub, subbing that. My, uh, my no, that, that's perfect because here's the thing, Aaron. I'll tell it. Aaron, Aaron got called. What was your official calling? So my official calling was service uh, service coordinator. Yeah, so he's a service coordinator. So there's a service project or a move. Aaron was the one they had to contact. Well, Aaron is so busy so, that he hires one of those uh, personal assistants in the Philippines. <laughs> And he gets her to do his calling. Well, hold on. First, first of all, <laughs> he listen. Pays her to do his calling. So let me just tell you how that's to be done. Did for you anyone. take it out of the word budget? No. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, uh, your tithing's a little light. No, I just pay for my Filipino assistant. But like, your calling doesn't get an expense account. Like it does now. <laughs> I found my like. Who is this receipt for to young nut? And they're like, oh, that's that's my personal that's assistant in the Philippines. Anyway, so how that came about was with this colleague, all I had to do was constantly sending out emails and then following up with the emails to get volunteers for the cannery or the te- uh, temple cleanup or temple service whatever. projects. Yeah, stuff like that. And I just had to constantly work members of the ward. So once I set up like the email database and the spreadsheet and the follow up, I'm like, well, now it's just turnkey. So what do I do? So I had a Filipino assistant for work. She was amazing. And I said, hey, could you help me like follow up? And she did so good. I just like, here, can you send out this Aaron email? Had people, Aaron had people coming up to him at church going, hey, I saw your email. I just want to let you know I can't go. And he's like, okay. Yeah. I'm like, Sounds good. I'm like, who are you? You just need to. F-. And I gave her access. You need to talk to my assistant. <laughs> I gave her access to my email. That was the problem. So she was doing everything on my behalf. And the problem was, is yeah, I'd get people come up and say, hey, uh, I forgot to respond, but yeah, can you put me down? I'm like, I don't even remember how to do that anymore. They're yet. saying, hey, Aaron, that email really touched me. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe you went through that. Can you explain a little bit about the details of it? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, please hold like, I had no idea your, your children were attacked by a gorilla in the jungle. <laughs> I'm like, if you can hold on, I have to check my Apple iPhone for the world time of what it is in the Philippines. So I, call my I, I, hope, I hope the $1,000 I sent you on Venmo helps <laughs> you out. I'd call my assistant like, you better split that with me. Here's the question, though. If Aaron does that, A, is that okay? Yeah. No. Hold and on, hold B, on. You let Logan vote on B, do, who gets the blessings so, for the service? Logan, you tell me, is that okay and who gets the blessings? I mean... The job got done, did it not? And I did supervise it. You did supervise it. In doing so, you robbed another member 
the opportunity to serve. I don't think so. You Logan, gave it to would a you give it to What if you gave it to the other member and they realized how turnkey it was and they did the exact same thing? Yeah. <laughs> isn't that what the whole plan of salvation is? I mean, at the end of the day, the job got done. Isn't that what's important? That's right. Uh, but who gets the blessings? Well, I think you get the blessing you because go. you managed no. the whole account. No. That's right. like, look, no. you still were in charge, and sure. you did a great job of being in charge. I don't know. See, that's why people come down when you get too good. That's why, going back to what you said, you got to be just barely good enough, mediocre, because if you get too good, little judges over here like Patrick are going to look down on you when you just master yeah. a calling. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I guess you're not allowed to be efficient in your calling. Now I'm going to go like the callings are opportunities to emulate the life of Christ. Are you service. honest in your dealings with your fellow man? Yeah. Well, what, what does that stretch all the way to the Philippines? Because <laughs> no, oh, watch, watch like fast flash cut to like 20 years in general conference. There's an old Filipino woman called to the general <laughs> general Relief society presidency, and she's like, I've met the gospel from a man who hired me as his assistant. And I sent out service emails, and I thought to myself, this is a group of people I want to be a part of who serve and love each other. Thank you, Elder Maravilla. It was awkward because I had to teach her some terms. She's like, what's like DNC? I'm like, that's do not contact. So this is how we handle the do not contacts. And I was like, well, there was one we had to go set up chairs and tables for a it's wedding. A Democratic National Committee. You don't need to worry about that. See, I just now. look at it like this. I mean, lives were touched. Yep. Things were done. And, and yeah, <laughs> the job was done. So what's the problem this sounds like This sounds like if someone under indictment in the Congress. Stuff was done. Things happened. People were there. Widows. <laughs> widows were taken care of. And it got done. This is what's going to happen in like your PPI with the Lord after you die. They're like, okay, now tell me about your calling as the word service provider. You know. People were touched, and the job got done. Widows and pigeons were all loved the bishop and taken here, care of. Here's what this is like. Yeah, farmed it out to a Filipino assistant. You're like, <laughs> guilty, guilty. No, the state president, I'm sure if he were here, he'd say the same thing. I know there's some days I want to do the same thing when it comes to working with members. Mm. So there you go. Well, the, this is the thing, and this is, I think, the point of this episode. It's easy to forget that we're all unpaid volunteers giving of our time to serve someone else. And so it's easy to think of a calling as simply, oh, this isn't from the Lord. This is from Jimmy, my bishop. Well, let's, let's get into how callings are issued real quick. Yeah, because you were a bishop. I've never issued a calling, so you tell us. And well, do, it, do it quickly. Yeah, so callings come down. They're by revelation. And done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> callings come down. They're by revelation. So okay. that's not what I was going to say. I've heard enough. So they're by revelation, and they're supposed to be by inspiration. And uh, a lot of people take that in really weird, maybe too far type things. They think like, well... The bishop speaks for God directly, and therefore it's God who's asking me to do this calling. And I think there needs to be a little more uh, balance to the force when it comes to extending callings. But that's usually how it goes. The bishop will take on a group of names. He will ponder. He'll pray. Who gives them the names? The names will come from members of the ward. So let's say you're the Relief Society president. you got to pick out your counselors. Mm. The Relief Society president is going to hopefully put some prayer and thought into who she feels inspired to ask for their names, and then she'll write them down. She'll give them to the bishop. So did you ever completely go off the reservation where everyone's like, these are the people, and everyone's pointing to this one person, and you're like, I know, but since I'm in charge... No, I mean... <laughs> I'm going to go with someone else. It, it usually goes like the bishop will, will pray about it. He'll talk to his counselors about it. I mean, they counsel. That's the cool thing about the church. They're always counseling with you know the Relief Society president. Who do you need? And... 
usually when it's being done by a revelation, it just works out in weird ways, and it actually is really cool. But yeah, there's some there's some weird things that I've heard about in the church where people will like there's this old mantra like never say no to a calling. Yeah, that's you, culture. That's culture, yeah, right? What do you guys think of that? I agree with it. I when I was when I was a uh, over the seminary on the high council, the, I used to have to go and extend the most time sucking calling being an early morning seminary teacher. And you don't I did that calling for a year and a half in New York. Yeah, you don't just show up hard. and say, "Would you just like to I feel inspired to call you?" because a lot of times I feel inspired, but I don't know anything that's going on in their personal life. So, and that's what I think I think that's what it comes down to. Do, do I say no to a calling? No. Do I say sure, but and I share with them everything that's going on in my life. The bishop doesn't know. Right. He doesn't the bishop know. Doesn't, there might be six people qualified for this calling. And he may go, oh, I've always wanted to work with Patrick, which most bishops do. And he may <laughs> yeah, go. sure they do. He may go, you know what? I'm going to extend this calling to him. And he does so. And I'm like, you know what? I got, I'm trying to build a business. I'm working really late. I'm happy to serve in this calling. You just need to understand what I'm up against for the time I'll be able to give to it. And he may turn around and go, you know what? I'm going to call someone else who's qualified because they don't have those same. Well, that information helps them make decisions. What are you going to say, Logan? I was just going to say that uh, there's also the idea that, I mean, I've I've seen this happen a little bit where, you know, when I was in an elder quorum presidency, we were talking about who uh, should home teach who and who should be a teacher and this and that. And uh, there was sometimes when he would say, I actually, it was weird. I actually felt inspired to name this guy for this position. But others, it's kind of like, well, we just need to fill it and he's available. So here you go. And so sometimes it is an inspiration thing. And sometimes it's just, we need to fill the position. Do you you agree with that, Aaron? Yeah, absolutely. Because you're saying sometimes people are called to fill in uh, uh, butts in a seat versus inspiration. Yeah, I mean, there's. You got to remember too. Mm-hmm. Re- That's controversial. Re- that is controversial. Well, let me ask you this: the minute you're called to be in an elders' quorum presidency, or you're called to be a bishop, have you mastered the art of revelation? Yes. No. Okay. So you're still learning, right? <laughs> so it's still a learning process. You're just going to be doing more of it, but you're still trying to figure it out. And do you get it right every time from day one? Yes. No. Well, but here's the other thing: sometimes when you're just saying, "Well, I'm putting butts in seats," like. Whatever Jimmy's available, like put him in this spot. Sometimes that actually ended up being inspiration, but it wasn't the kind that you thought. Yeah, yeah. that's a good. Point. I remember in one of our areas, I was the bishop. They split the ward, and we had literally six days before we met on Sunday, and we had no teachers. We had nobody to lead music. We had no one to play piano, and we didn't even know half of the members from the other ward. And so what we did was we grabbed one of the senior members from the other ward that we knew. And we brought him into the bishop's office, and we're like, tell us about the members of your ward, because he knew everybody. And we're like, who could, first of all, play the organ? Let's start with that. And, and we, who should we put in as physical facilities? Yeah. They're like, <laughs> Patrick Barbier would be great for... They're like, I got two pressing questions on my mind, prompted by the spirit. One, who plays organ? And two, who cleans a mean toilet? Hey, it, it all works out, but that's that's the process. And revela- I still wouldn't say, well, that's not revelation, that's something else. Like what Logan just said, no, revelation comes in interesting ways and it all comes together. But I do think it's important to know everything that's, not everything, but know the basic things that are going on in someone's life before you start extending time extensive callings. Wouldn't you agree with that? Yeah, I would agree with that. But I also think that people turn down callings far too often. And, And I think people who turn down callings for reasons that aren't, justifiable like well i just don't like that or i just don't want to do that like that makes it hard for the other volunteers who are not getting paid 
to, yeah. but hopefully trying to serve Jesus Christ. I mean, imagine. Hey, some of us are paying people in the Philippines to get stuff done. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. You're like, what do you mean this unpaid clergy? I have two Filipino assistants that I pay $20 a day. I mean, I also do the nursery. Maybe I should uh, find someone in the Philippines to virtually watch them. <laughs> yeah, put up a camera up there. Like, what's that for, Mr. Brown? like a laptop with a face cam and then some guy in the Philippines with a phone. Like go play with your toys. <laughs> I am Logan. He has like a he has like a name tag that says Logan Barrows on it. They're like, no, that's me. Don't touch the computer, little boy. Go play with the toys. Hey, Bishop, I'm not feeling very well. I think I'm just gonna uh, dial into the nursery just to keep an eye on kids today. <laughs> that's nuts. Anyway, like, there's like like a bustling marketplace behind you, and like monkeys taking mangoes. So have you ever said no to a calling? No. Okay. No, I have I have um, been asked off of a calling. Oh, really? I've been released as fast as I was called. Yeah, I was in Walnut Creek. Liz and I were called to be part of the holiday party committee. Oh, okay. And it was for the Christmas party. And it's the same every... When we did an episode on this, it's the same parties every year. Night in Jerusalem or like a talent show or Santa. Something. It's the same same five parties. Pick your favorite, right? Right. So Liz and I came in and I, I was the mouthpiece. And I was like, hey, let's do something different. Like what if we did like a ward service project where we actually went and helped people in need versus just got together and ate. And Like where am I going to get my ham? <laughs> That's not how they talk in California. It's like, yeah, w- what... <laughs> Where are we going to get our ham? And and so uh, I said, you know, and, and people were like, well, we kind of already have a plan in place and we've already got an outline. And I go, yeah, but I mean, it, we do the same thing every year. Like, let's change it up. Why not? You know, like it's, it's not a big pivot. We're, it's October. We have two months. And then someone else said no. And then I said, or why don't we do a Nephite Christmas where we just gather up the non-believers and burn them at dawn? And I was joking. I was and then joking. you got released. And then I got released. Wow. My friend was in the bishopric, and he's like, yeah, we're going to ask you guys to kind of take a step back. <laughs> a very big step back. And I said, you know what? I am taking a step back from everything. I'm an active starting three, two, <laughs> one. I'm an active. Don't call me brother. So have you ever said no to calling Logan? I have. Um, I, when, I'm telling your mom when they when they asked Judy me, I, Barrows, he said no to a calling. I said not a chance, and then I sat there and let him stew in it, and then I said, "Fine, I'll do it." What was it? I don't remember. <laughs> you just remember making him stew in it. No, that's it's. True. Oh wait, you said no, and then let the person who extended the calling to you stew. I yeah. totally could see that like I did Logan. the guy at Costco. Yeah. Yep. Just made him stew in the calling. That that could be crazy. I mean, it is. There's also formalities. Like, before you call the next person, you need to release the first person. Right. And you need to do it with more than just a high five in the hallway. Like, hey, we're releasing you next week. Like, you need to to do it right because I did have those opportunities where – not opportunities. I did have those situations where I thought one of my counselors had released somebody. Then you get up and you're like – Hey, we'd like to call so and so to this calling. Wait, what? You know what though? The members in this ward were so nice. To like, me. Don't you remember? I gave you knuckles. <laughs> they I said, gave, thank you. I gave you knucks, and I said, "Big up, check yourself before you wreck yourself," <laughs> and that means you're released. The member, the, that's what that means. No, they would come up to me and go, "You know, Bishop Maravia, you know, you, you didn't release us before you called the second person." And, they were very cool about it because, again, he, he, all, he all did the Donald Trump. You fired. You released. <laughs> so there there are those types of situations you'll run into. But what do you guys think? Okay to say no to a calling? Uh, I think if you've ex- – no, I don't think it's okay to say no to a so calling. So you say no. What do you think, Logan? I mean, I think it depends. I think you 
you say yes if it's at all possible for you to do it. But okay. I think if it's something where you really feel like you're not going to do a good job of it, I think it's better to say no than to say yes and do a bad job. Why did they call you to play the organ and you have no clue how to play the piano? Right. Yeah. When my well, dad was bishop, he called me to be the elders' quorum pianist because he wanted me to learn my <laughs> piano lessons. And, oh, so yeah. he was hoping you develop the talent. And, and so every that's week, a, all I did called, was find somebody else who could play the piano. <laughs> that's <laughs> called yeah. unrighteous dominion. You call your dad on that. <laughs> that's that's crazy. So I, I'm going to surprise you guys. I'm going to say I think it's okay to say no to a calling. And you're wrong. Because we're in a day and age now where you have to really be mindful of your time, of your stress levels. No, of I don't you but you also have to remember, these are opportunities for you. The war doesn't need necessarily any one individual. This is an opportunity for you to be part of something and get to know people. Okay, I buy that. I and, buy that. And so I think you really need to... The other thing I was going to say, kind of combined with that, is if you get a calling that overwhelms you, it would be my advice before you say no to go pray about it because you might not have a clue how you're going to figure it out and you go home and pray about it and that's like you know what I don't know how I'm going to do this but I'm going to try and get it done so, so you're saying treat it like a job offer we're like, we'd like to offer you a position in the organization you're like can I have some time to think about this I think there's nothing wrong with saying can I go pray about it because again revelation isn't just for the leader to tell the member about it. revelation is for you to receive a confirmation of what the member is inviting an opportunity for you to serve. I think what I hear you saying is maybe we should not say right or wrong. We should just say accept the opportunity or miss the opportunity. Well, I I also think there's the idea that like sometimes you think this is going to be a terrible thing for me and I can't do it. But Mm -hmm. then you say yes and you do it for a little while and then it turns out to be something great. But it could also be something where you just say up front, I'm happy to do it, but if I don't like it after a few weeks and I don't feel like I can, then I'm just going to say it was it was a good try, but I can't do it. Yeah, yeah. I don't think be there's honest. any problem with that. No, yeah, I mean, at least you said yes and gave it a shot. Yeah, but give it a shot. That's the other thing, yeah. too, is if you accept a calling, I see that from time to time where somebody will say yes to a leadership calling and then they won't make changes to their schedule. They won't make changes to the things they're doing and their other responsibilities. When you accept a calling in church... You have to start cutting back other areas of your life to make more time yeah, for this. Yeah, people struggle with that. I struggle with that, too. I think all of us struggle with it, but that's the hard part. Like I remember when I've seen people called to be like a Relief Society president, and they're like, okay, I'm now going to add this to everything I'm doing. And I, I don't think that's the way. Are you talking about your wife? I'm not going to say anything about it. <laughs> when my wife is called to be Relief Society president... She, we'll just call this person Schmalison. <laughs> when this Schmalison was called like, to be Relief what's wrong Society with president... Name? Well, she, I mean, she tried to do both, I think. She just took the mindset of, I'm going to add this to my list of responsibilities. Right, but, it has to be a trade-off. But she's done a good job over the last year. She's had to say no to a lot more stuff because... I Like, said, Aaron hasn't had dinner or a, yeah. a house. Or I'm like... <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm doing my calling. You can make your own dumb dinner she's like didn't you sustain me i saw you raise your hand go make your own dinner i'm like yes have you ever heard of anyone using this this, you sustained me in this calling and i I would appreciate your support i know i've heard it once or twice but it's rare but it's true right you sustain that person let's say i don't how many times have you not gone to choir but you sustained the person in the ward as the choir director all I'm not guilty. even going to talk about that because I get that choir director all the time texting me and I'm like, <laughs> I can't do it again. No, when you sustain, you should be paying attention to what you're sustaining. I mean, if somebody, if you sustain someone as the young men's advisor like myself and I say, hey, we need to borrow your snowshoes for an activity, pony up. 
Yeah, I, I'm going to push back on this and go, I don't think so, man. Pony up. I don't think so. You owe me. You owe me. You wish this. You wish your arm to the square. Like, why is that man in our house when we weren't there? Well, we did sustain him. He's looking for stuff. Yeah, you had snowshoes in his somewhere. Um, I, I'm going to push back and say, like, if you say no to a calling, and, and it's for reasons other than legitimate, justifiable reasons, like I just had a baby, or my ch- sure. I'm, I'm struggling with my family life, with my children, like, there's legit reasons, but you kind of miss the point of, like, the law of sacrifice and the law of consecration. Like, True. the law of consecration is not a law where we'll one day live. That's not it. It's right now, you are committed and covenanting to consecrate your time, your talents, your uh, wealth, whatever it is, you've consecrate you consecrate that now, and so if you say no, you're basically saying I'm not going to consecrate that much time to this. I mean, maybe it would be helpful if whoever's extending the calling could say, "Look, this was something we felt really inspired about," or "Hey, you're a butt that's just filling a seat." <laughs> yeah, don't worry, we're not going to follow up with you about what you're doing. Hey, going back to weird callings, I remember when I visited Utah one time. This is when I lived in California, and I came here, and I seriously sat down in a sacrament meeting, and I saw someone get called as the nursery cookie maker. That's Man. a Utah calling. And then the and here's the funniest thing I thought at the time. It wasn't what the heck is a nursery cookie maker? It's I just like, thought are they making chocolate chip? <laughs> I just thought to myself, <laughs> why don't we have an elders quorum cookie maker? Yeah. That's a great <laughs> That's idea. That's a great calling. So I mean I feel like if I got called to that calling, all I would do is be like, Yeah, I made these cheese its wink. <laughs> 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 Ignore the stickers that hey, say Safeway. Kyle will back me up on this. We're getting ready to lose a member of our bishopric. Um, he's going to be released at some point, and he makes the bread for sacrament meeting. And oh, dude. It, you were in our ward oh, this last week. It was like sugar-coated cornbread. <laughs> it like, was good. I look over at my nephew, Caleb, and he looks at me and he goes, mm. <laughs> and licks his fingers and then goes, Mwah, chef's kiss. Yeah, I'm like... <laughs> I was like, send that bread back around. I need more forgiveness. <laughs> it's pretty good I need stuff. to renew new my temple cards. I mean, that's when it's good to be a deacon because you're always going to eat the leftover <laughs> bread when it's done. It's true. You know, we watch The Chosen in our family. And every time there's like an interaction with Jesus, I'm like, oh, here he comes. Like, I'm excited to see Jesus do something because he's so well written in that show. Okay. So I imagine anytime someone offers me a calling like and, and, and someone would say no I think about that show The Chosen like if Jesus is like Simon I need you to go to Ethiopia and to preach the gospel and Simon's like you know what I'm not gonna do that like can you imagine if it was Jesus Christ who our priesthood representatives we sustain as representatives of the Lord Jesus Christ so imagine if it was like Jesus Christ calling you as the physical facilities coordinator and you're like I gotta clean toilets Pass. But, but no, what if it dog. was a, it was no, just putting no. a butt in a seat? <laughs> yeah, he's like, listen to me, Patrick. I, I, I want to reassure you. Yes, I'm extending this calling to because we need butts in the seat. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. I'll be over here passing out hymnals. Hey, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Somebody's got to go to Ethiopia. Let's <laughs> <laughs> gotta do it. And, and you don't ever talk in our meetings. So I don't really know much about you. Why don't you go to Ethiopia and then report back? Oh, take man. your time. Take your time. That's uh, that. That's a great point too. Um, I think. I think the word "calling" has baggage. We could. We should reframe it to be "you're invited to serve." Yeah. Not you are. I'm extending a calling. That calling is just an antiquated word. We don't even call anymore. We text. So it's like I'd like to text you this hopefully, opportunity. Hopefully I'd like you're to give not you doing a text that. Maybe we text. could call it free employment. Yeah, I'd like to ask you to volunteer. 
That's that'd be another one. Could you say that? I'd like you to volunteer to 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 be in the position of primary president. Now here's the question: Can you put this on your resume? I've seen people, but I'll be on LinkedIn, and there'll be people like two years service missionary for the Church of Jesus Christ Latter Saints. I'm like, I don't know if that's helping you. (laughs) Depends where they served. Yeah, I would say this: one of the coolest things that I saw when I was in California was um, Allison and I got called. Uh, by a member of the sake presidency, and he's like, I'd like to meet with you and your wife. And we're like, mm, what's going on? So we go in and we sit down, and we actually just have a very casual, non-directed conversation. Lasted maybe 10 minutes. And he's like, you know what? Thank you guys both. We love having you on our stake. Thanks for taking time to come in here. It was really nice getting to know you. And we got up and we left. Oh, so you didn't know that was the bishop interview? No, this was not a bishop's interview. He was just truly, genuinely getting to know us because... Our names had come up for some callings or whatever it was, but the state president wasn't just going to like jump on and ask. He actually wanted to get to know us, what our work what schedule was your call like. You got? Um, I actually didn't get a call. Uh, from so that after <laughs> after you left, <laughs> after he, he, he leans over to the other guy. Pass. Yeah. <laughs> after after close scrutiny, we're going to have to pass. Thank well, you, Marvius, <laughs> for coming in. Will you please leave, and I will uh, discuss with my partner here. Thank, Thank you. you. Pass. <laughs> Oh boy, that was a disaster. It was so boring. We dodged that trade wreck. Yeah. But no, I like the fact that he got to know us. He just got to know us and it didn't feel pressured. And uh, it was kind of nice. I would say, like, I used to think when I was a kid and they were like, oh, you got a calling. I always think of, like, the bishop in, like, a dark room with some candles lit going, I'm getting a name for for Relief Society president. It should be Sister Allen. You know? It starts with a B. It starts with a B. <laughs> Did you Brock, Brett, Brett, Brett. Brother, brother. brother. It's got to be a boy. It's got to be a boy. Okay, it's a brother. He's, he's struggling with his testimony. <laughs> like, there's, like, the, the bishop's secretary's like, brother. He's like, all right, is there anyone who's lactose intolerant? I'm, I'm getting a, a, a lactose intolerant. Sister Johnson is Sister Johnson. <laughs> Come on down. Get her in there immediately. Hey, there were times when we formed this ward in Colorado Springs where we just didn't have the membership. We were very small. And so immediately all your active, active members who are used to doing callings, like they were immediately delegated. And then you're like, okay, what about this other half of callings that we're going to need? And so we just were like, Let's go around and get to know all the people who haven't been to church in like six to twelve months, and that's what we did. And it was interesting because we'd like knock on someone's door, they you know come to the door. They're like, "Yeah, crap, it's the bishop." Turn Turn the lights off. Put out, put away the beer. What do you want, bishop? Uh, I want that beer. I want to call you to be the word of wisdom specialist. (laughs) (laughs) What what we do? You like smell that weed? I get to tell you, I'm the word of wisdom at church in two weeks. I remember one brother. This is no joke. (laughs) I asked him, I said, hey, I'd like you to... Oh, he goes like this. He said, I know what you're here for. You're here to invite me back to church. I'm like, actually, no, I'm not. Really, what are you here for? I go, I'd like you to serve in the young men's. Well, is this like a trick to get me to come back to church? I'm like, actually, our activities are on Tuesday nights. You don't even have to come to church as long as you're there Tuesday nights to help out. He's like, really? And uh, believe it or not, he started going to young men, and he ended up coming back to church on his own. I've seen the opposite. Like, we had a guy in California who only showed up on the Sundays he was going to teach Elder's (laughs) Quorum, and only for the hour of Elder's Quorum. Yeah, I've seen that, too. And then he would always bear, like, crying testimonies. I'm like, I don't know your situation, but from the outside looking in, I don't see how this is genuine. Yeah, that's that's where the scripture is, like, judge wisely. Pat was judging somebody very wisely. I judge everyone wisely. (laughs) Very wisely. That's my trick. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, anyway, so I think 
when it comes back to callings. Okay, like, wrap this up. Try to, yeah, try to think of it not as your bishop calling you and not as a calling that's a job. Think of it as an opportunity to model the life of Christ in serving others. And pad your resume. Yeah, yeah pad it. Pad I would it. also add to that, too. It's a chance for you to change your life. It's not more to your life. It's an opportunity for you to cut out maybe a few video games, maybe not a lot of them, maybe a few uh, you know series on Netflix, and delegate a little more time over here, and it'll change your life. No, I, I cut out time with my kids. Yeah, or that. time with your kids. Yeah, you could do that too. Yeah. All right, all right. Next week on Yes, Mom, we're still active. We sit down with a professional botanist to describe the flowers that grew in the meadow after the Mountain Meadow Massacre.